This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 795, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, July the 15th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 795 as we get closer and closer to episode 800. And this episode, we're looking at some of the selected releases from the week of Wednesday, July 15th. Uh, first up, just talking about some of the books that did come out that day, but I had not had a chance to read yet. Uh, unfortunately, we inc- that includes 2020, I, Wolverine, number one, Amazing Spider-Man, that's actually surprising. I thought I read that. I guess not. No, I didn't. Uh, Aquaman, Avengers, Captain Marvel, Catwoman, Conan, Battle for the Serpent Crown, Deceased Hope at World's End, Dark Knights, Death Metal, Empire, Fantastic Four, Giant Size X-Men, Magneto, Gardens of the Galaxy, Justice League, Nightwing, Strange Adventures, which I'm really enjoying, uh, Strike Force, Superman's Pal Jimmy Olsen, and Teen Titans. Uh, so, wow. What did I read? Only a few books. Uh, I read um, Immortal Hulk. Uh, this was issue number 35. Um... This is this is interesting. Uh, this is called uh, "A Certain Amount of Light" by Al Ewing and Mike Hawthorne as the guest penciler. Um, this kind of felt like the the calm before the storm. You know, you had a, a big crazy thing that happened last episode. Uh, episode last uh, major arc. I mean, last issue we had. I'm trying to remember everything because everything kind of starts to meld together. But you know, we had a, the big ending of the storyline with Roxon and the, and Zemu or Zemnu, and then we had an issue all about the leader, and now we have this. Uh, story, which is all about you know what's happening with the Hulk and something's you know not necessarily right, something's wrong, something's wrong, and uh, inside Banner's mind, and you have Joe fix it out out during the day, and you have the you know uh, Banner and the Hulk kind of working on things inside his brain. At the same time, you have a lot of after effects and people wondering about you know what happened with Bruce Banner and the Hulk and uh, what you know he how he was involved in the Zemnu situation. Uh, you have. Uh, um, What's it called? You have uh, Betty kind of breaking up with with Bruce and and taking off and uh, saying, you know, that she can't live in this cage. So she's gone for now. Um, Again, a lot of, you know, really interesting moments. And we have, uh, you know, the Rick Jones, who's been manipulated by the leader, um, kind of creating a a gamut bomb, so to speak. Um, And uh, which is going to turn sentiment, I would imagine, very much against the Immortal Hulk at this point. what a great book again um it's ratcheting up the tension you're getting quieter moments but you also feel like we're just bubbling beneath the surface we're just waiting for an explosion and that's exactly what we get at the end of the issue uh really dug this i thought hawthorne was a great uh choice to kind of jump in and do kind of an in-between issue uh it's not a fill-in but you know it kind of has that you know not part of the the major arc that we're moving forward it's still important but you know what i mean um there's chapters which are more kind of important to the overall narrative i would, I would imagine and uh, this one uh was really well done i really enjoyed it anyways uh that was really good then we have spider woman number two by carla pacheco and uh, Pere perez i do recommend that if you haven't listened to it you should listen to the amazing spider talk podcast they recently did an episode an episode uh all about spider woman uh and they had carla on the show and it wasn't technically talking about her run but um it was just interesting to hear her perspectives on the character uh how she feels about spider woman what her kind of an approach and um you know mentality was going into the book and uh i thought it definitely helped inform how how much i enjoyed this that being said i thought it was great uh, i thought the artwork was absolutely stunning uh it was really leapt off the page um i really got to shout out the color work i thought by who did the colors here uh, colors are by Frank Damata. Okay, well, a very veteran name, but uh, just it just popped in such a way. I don't. I, it didn't look like 
I would not have thought it was Frank in a nice way, <laughs> uh, just because it, it you know had a different vibe than some of the colors I remember Frank, especially from like the mid two thousands period. Obviously, you know he can change and develop as a colorist. And I thought the colors really popped here, um, and so this was really entertaining and interesting. Um, I thought this was great. Again, I'm, I'm liking. You know how Carla is writing the character. I like it. Really makes you invested in you know what is going on here. What what's really going on? Um, I love the the take on Jessica because it feels very you know current. It feels very like there's a reason for the rawness uh, of how she's feeling and how she's interpreting everything. Um, it's really a, really an entertaining issue. Um, it's interesting also how different it is from you know when she was the private investigator working with Roger and working with uh, Ben Urich and it doesn't invalidate that series of you know rela- relationships and adventures. It just goes spins off in a different direction and it's been a very good one so far and I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, and last but not least for this five minute episode apparently is uh, Venom. This is uh, Venom Beyond starts here. Uh, this is issue number 26. Uh, you got Donny Cates writing it with Eban Coelho and Juan Gadon as artist, with uh, Jesus Abertov as color artist. Um, and this was an interesting, interesting book. Um, I like the bonding between Eddie and his son. I like the development there. This, I maybe it's just me. I'm like, who is this? This weird mechanical character like i didn't really care for that but everything else here was really fascinating like the maker and the maker having the assimilate of his original home reality and uh how he fights against venom like i was very much in, interested in enjoying that uh, i didn't really get this again this other character is kind of weird i did like the idea that they're going back to the original six ones uh, sorry not six one six the one six one zero the original ultimate universe i thought was interesting um you know, it 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 started it started slow. It definitely, you know, ratcheted up the tension. It's interesting. It does feel kind of weird though that you know you're, you're building up to this big event and then you kind of take the character out of his time and place completely, which is just an interesting choice. And it's not. One, I feel like it is one we've seen time and time again where you know you're kind of building to this big epic and then instead of padding out the t- actual time. Uh, because you're not maybe ready for the story or for whatever reason, you push the character into somewhere completely different. This at least is it to a different time and place, so it's easy to kind of have the character disappear and not really be gone that long and then come back in time for the big battle or the big showdown or the, the, you know the, the whatever thing's been building towards. It's interesting to read. I liked it. I thought the parts of the maker I thought were really interesting. Um, interested to see where they go with both where the maker is and where Venom and his son are now. Uh, it's interesting. You know, I, I, I didn't dislike anything I read this week. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of what I even liked the most. I'm not even sure because they were all pretty good reads. I think Spider-Woman's probably the one that felt the most consistent. Part of that being that in Venom, obviously, you have had, you know, different artists it hasn't always been Stegman. You've had other other people like Bagley did the last arc. Uh, Immortal Hulk is typically the uh, Joe Bennett, and this time we did get you know not a fill in. It's a it's a guest shot. Um, whereas Spider Woman, even though it's you know two issues out of the gate, so it's hard to it's not really fair, but at least it's felt like it had more visual consistency with what the book is. Um, but part of that's again not fair because. We haven't had a, a, we haven't had many issues to really establish that visual consistency, and maybe you know 
10, 15 issues down the line, we'll have a guest artist. And, you know, it's just interesting that they both kind of, both Venom and Immortal Hulk felt like they switched gears with their artist, which is a different tone somewhat than what we're used to as the kind of the main, quote-unquote, main artist on the book would have. So it's just interesting. Anyways, that is all I'm talking about today. Uh, when I looked, I'm just going to take a look at for a second and look at uh, some of the releases that are coming out uh, next week, which... I'm actually recording this on the 21st, but it's going to come out on the 22nd. So basically, as if you're re- if you're listening to this, uh, some other books that are coming out today. Uh, so they include, uh, let's see, from uh, IDW, you have oh a new issue of Son of the Hedgehog. I didn't even know that was coming out. Uh, it's funny. I the last issue I, I tried to get, I got from my store, and uh, you know there was an issue with. I didn't have a pull list of this specific store, and I finally was starting one during the pandemic. I was like, okay, I want to make sure everything is easy when I come back. And uh, and then there there wasn't one. And then so I actually missed the last issue of Son of the Hedgehog. I'm hoping the annual's there. Uh, I didn't have a chance to pick that one up yet. And so when I go this week, I'm hoping there's two regular issues of Son of the Hedgehog and an annual. I hope to God that's true. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but that's coming out as well as uh, Usagi Ojimbo number 10 and Transformers number 21. Uh, also, uh, we have from Marvel uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2099 Companion trade paperback. I would take a pass on that, to be honest. I don't think it's worth worth it to me. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Sins Rising Prelude. Yeah, I'm buying that. Um, trade paperback-wise, you have Avengers by Jason Aaron. Trade paperback volume 6, Starbrand Reborn. New issue of Daredevil. Uh, man, that's such a great run. Uh, Empire has its second issue already. That, man, that seems fast. I mean, it's only because, you know, they've had the, they've, they've been ready, so they're they're unrolling it on everyone. Uh, you got Empire Avengers 103, Empire X-Men 104. Uh, this was interesting to me. The Eternals by Kirby Complete Collection uh, trade paperback. That I'm... I'm really thinking about it, um, just because it could be interesting and to kind of familiarize myself with something that I have never really read. Uh, Helgens has its second issue coming out. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, Lords of Empire, Emperor Hulkling, number one. A uh, new issue of New Mutants. We've got the third trade paperback of the current run of Miles Morales called Family Business. Uh, we got the Ruins of Ravencroft trade paperback, which was enjoyable. Uh, you got the Venom by Donny Cates trade paperback, volume four, Venom Island. Wow, that, they did not waste any time with that. Uh, Wolverine, number three. X-Force by Benjamin Percy trade paperback, volume one. I'm loving that book. I'll probably pick up the trade as well. And then we have X-Men Fantastic Four, uh, issue four of four. Um, so it's nice to finally have a uh, the to this uh, really enjoyable book um, so I'm excited to see that uh, in terms of DC releases uh, it's funny when I, when I start recording it's not the best time to start looking up when books are coming out or what books are coming out considering that um uh, you know, I used to be able to just go to previewsworld.com because it's all run by Diamond and it was really easy. And now it's anything but easy because, you know, DC doesn't go through Diamond anymore. So you have to kind of figure out it on your own. Um, so it looks like uh, July, uh, oh, and I forget, their books technically come out on Tuesday, the 21st. Uh, so DC, you have Batman number 95, Detective Comics 1024, Flash 758, Action Comics 1023. Uh, let's see, we got Batgirl, uh, Justice League Dark. Uh, what else we got? Shazam, Batman Beyond. Uh, I think that might be it for DC. That looks like it might be. Uh, Books of Magic. Uh, so I think that is, for the most part, most of the DC stuff. Joker and Harley, Criminal Sanity, Secret Files. So, some good stuff. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode of the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. As we get closer and closer to episode 800, uh, you can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.